This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday the 17th of May. Juzzy boy, consumer confidence in Australia has declined by 1.8% over the past week. That means we're at the weakest confidence level since April 2020. Yes. And might I just remind you that at that point, we were locked in our houses with a virus. Don't remind me. Mm-hmm. Now, B-Man, how sheep and I chatted about Vice's potential downfall last week in the pod. Yes. But now it's official. Vice's filed for bankruptcy protection in the US as it tries to sell itself. That means no more docos on the impact of fentanyl, the strong men of Iceland, or Australia's euthanasia loophole. Three highly credible stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. Aristocrat Leisure, Australia's leading gambling machine maker, has acquired gaming software company Neo Games in a whopping $1.5 billion deal. The high roller of Australian gambling goes all in. So what is the deal here? Okay, so Aristocrat Leisure is a name synonymous mm-hmm. with gambling in Australia. It's listed on the ASX and produces everything from electric gaming machines to digital social games. Now, Jazzy Boy, we know that Aristocrat, which is known for its pokies machines, yep. they want to get their paws on a digital gaming player. Last year, they failed to acquire the British online casino called Playtech. But now, Aristocrat has managed to snag an Israeli gaming company called Neo Games for 1.5 billion bucks. You see, Brett, Neo Games has a very strong presence in North America and in Europe. And given the deregulation happening across the US gaming industry, this has become a huge opportunity. We're talking online lotteries, online casino gambling, and sports betting. And Jazzy Boy, Aristocrat is clearly not afraid to place big bets on its diversification strategy. So what is the key learning here? Don't put all your eggs in one basket, especially in a highly regulated market. By acquiring Neo Games, Aristocrat is diversifying its product offering. But it's also diversifying its geographical footprint. And that's important because it still makes a large chunk of its revenue from gambling operations like pokey machines. And Brett, not only is diversification a good risk mitigation strategy, it also leads to a much higher probability of success. So Aristocrat has snagged its new baby to grow into new markets Mm -hmm. with new products and maybe, just maybe, juicier revenue streams. For our second story, hospitality tech startups Mr. Yum and Me and You are looking at merging to create one big Aussie company to take on the world's restaurants together. Could the big two become the big one. (laughs) What is happening here? Alright, some background. Both companies have pretty similar products. They both provide restaurants with QR codes that sit on the table at the restaurant. Customers order via an online menu Mm -hmm. and then facilitate payment to the restaurants. Which means you never have to speak to a staff member if you so please. Now, when COVID hit and menus became peak bacteria, (laughs) these QR platforms became hotter than the Tiger King series. (laughs) Mr. Yum raised 92 million bucks in 2021 and me and you raised about 40 million bucks too. They went through aggressive hiring, global growth expansions, until the market slowed down. And after two rounds of layoffs, it seems like arch rivals Mr. Yum and me and you could become one. And Jazzy Boy, while these discussions are still preliminary for now, it could become the perfect way for these two startups to become one scale-up. So what is the key learning here? Scaling up is a crucial phase in a startup's life cycle. It means growing a business in a way that's sustainable and efficient. But also, Jazzy Boy, at the scale-up phase is not just about increasing revenue. It's also about expanding your customer base and delivering more and more value to your customers. We saw this when Block, formerly known as Square, Mm -hmm. acquired Afterpay to scale up its financial service capabilities. So it'll be interesting to see whether these two fighting rivals become one powerhouse. For our third and final story, National Geographic, the TV network, is diving into the retail game by launching its first 
physical store in Australia. I must admit, Brett, this was not on my bingo card for 2023. <laughs> so tell me more. Okay, National Geographic is known for its iconic yellow-bordered mm-hmm. magazine and wild documentaries on the wildest of all wild <laughs> animal chases in the wild African safari. And now, Jazzy Boy, Nat Geo is moving out of the deserts, out of the jungles, and out of the national <laughs> reserves, and they're moving right into your local shopping centre. Yep. Nat Geo is launching its own retail shops in Sydney and Melbourne, selling clothing. We're talking puffer jackets, mm-hmm. pants, hoodies, luggage, perhaps even backpacks. Everything you need to go headfirst into one of their documentaries. <laughs> now, Nat Geo wants to take on global players like North Face and Patagonia. And local players like Kathmandu and MacPac. And Jazzy Boy, National Geographic's move into the retail apparel space mm-hmm. is the perfect example of a brand extension. So what is the key learning here? The brand extension strategy is when a company uses its established brand mm-hmm. name to introduce a new range of products. And Brett, it makes sense. Customers already have a positive association with the brand. So National Geographic is hoping to drive consumer interest Mm -hmm. and sales in this new product segment. We've already seen a whole range of media brands leverage their brand recognition to introduce clothing lines. Think Playboy, (laughs) which launched Playboy t-shirts, hoodies and hats. Think Marvel, which launched a whole range of clothing and accessories. Even BBC has a shop (laughs) that sells clothes related to Doctor Who. Fluxam, every week in the Flux app, we offer the chance for a Flux member to win $250,000. I know it sounds crazy, but yes, it's legit. It's all part of our weekly game named Win The Week. It works like this. You save 25 bucks, you guess a seven-digit code, and if you guess the code correctly, you win $250,000. Yep, we have insured the money. So we're actually on your side, FluxFam. We want you to win. So if you want to play this week, download the Flux app and play Win The Week. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.